Welcome to the Road to Black podcast, brought to you by the BJJ Physio. The BJJ Physio helps optimize the training of jiu-jitsu athletes so they can dominate their next performance. How do they do this? They provide strength and conditioning, physical therapy, and heart rate-based conditioning through a completely remote and online management system. Meaning you can be anywhere in the world and take your BJJ performance to the next level. Contact Dr. Wesley Reed at info at the bjjphysio.online or follow him at the BJJ Physio on Instagram to find out more. Also brought to you by Roll Union Jiu-Jitsu. Visit rollunion.com and follow Roll Union on Instagram to shop the latest jiu-jitsu styles. Roll Union brings you the best fitting geese on the market, the most comfortable rash guards, and premium soft jiu-jitsu tees. Next time you're in the market for some new gear, check out RollUnion.com for the stylish and the savage. Lastly, we're brought to you by DownToRoll.com. DownToRoll.com was born out of the need for an innovative way to find BJJ training partners during the COVID-19 crisis. With gyms being shut down for many across the globe, you can register at DownToRoll.com and find small group training partners in your area. You can message partners directly from the map and interact with other like-minded players on the Down to Roll exclusive network. Go to downtoroll.com and start training again now. Thanks for supporting our sponsors, and we hope you enjoy this episode of the Road to Black podcast. Wes, what's up? Welcome to the Road to Black podcast, episode 46. What's up, dude? How are you, man? Good, man. How are you doing? Um, doing good. Recovering, recovering from COVID. Got I got the, the COVID. <laughs> I did almost what two years in. So yeah, just trying to get back into regular life, man. Gotcha. It's been about, yeah, I'm on my third week and, uh, I feel good now, but <clears throat> it was, uh, I don't know. It was, I mean, the first couple of days was really tough and it was just a lot. It's such a long story because, uh, we had returned from, uh, Hawaii. I was going to ask if you picked yeah. it up over there. You think, you know, it's, it's hard to say because almost every time we travel, <laughs> some, somebody ends up getting sick afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I think just air flight, air travel wrecks your immune system is what I've heard. Um, so maybe our immune systems are down, but I will say that my lady in the week after um, had someone exposed, she got exposed to someone at her work. Um, so it was a combination. We just get back into town, go return, start returning to work and regular life. And then boom. So like a week and a half later, we pick this up, mm-hmm. but you know, it's one of those things. It's like, cause they say it can be, kind of dormant in your body you really don't know when you get it because uh we actually were getting tested up until hawaii uh negatives we got tested when we got back just to be safe negative in the week we got back so and then a week later boom and uh she got a positive she went and got a rapid test and got a positive she was having a couple symptoms and so i was like oh you know we let, you know, obviously we're mm-hmm. with each other all the time. I'm like, okay, I'm going to prepare for this. Neither of us are have, neither of us got vaccinated by the way. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I, so she, I'm like, okay, she tests positive. The next day, I think she went back and got another test because she didn't trust the rapid test, which I don't either. Those rapid ones. I mean, I think there's more data even coming out now that are saying like those things are garbage. Most Mm -hmm. of them. Um, So she gets the PCR and gets that back in a day negative. Okay. So we're like, okay, maybe it is just your allergies or whatever. Cause she was Mm -hmm. like this, it was literally like a cold, you know, like allergy flare up. And, uh, she tests negative. So like, oh my God, someone else at her work tests positive. So she's like, "Uh uh-uh, I got to go back. I test again, negative, like a day or two later. So it's just like this uncertainty with the testing. So finally she tests positive. I went on that last time she did, I test negative. 
So I'm testing negative this whole time. Um, eventually though, it got to me. So however, however it did, um, you know, I immediately just stopped coaching and going to the gym. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I was at the gym a couple few days before that. And, you know, so I kind of, I told all my training partners and stuff, uh, and told G, um, I'm just not going to be in for a few weeks. So, um, yeah, so I ended up testing positive and I felt fine. And, uh, actually tested negative like i said twice just we're just going because there's a place by our house it's free you just drive mm -hmm. right through you get the results basically in 30 about 36 hours and uh it was like i woke up one day and it was in the middle of the night i couldn't sleep and i i had flu feeling you know i was just feeling like just that sick feel you know mm -hmm. you feel sick body like aches it, yeah exactly it's just you're not normal that day that next night <clears throat> that afternoon I went and got tested and that's what I got the positive. So first two days were like super, uh, it wasn't pleasant. You know, I was, it was, I basically laid around all day and my, my body, I had muscle pain is what the biggest symptom was. Like my whole back, every muscle in my back was hurting, which is weird. It wasn't like lower back or upper. It was like <laughs> everywhere like on the back of my lats mm -hmm. every muscle you can imagine if you look at the the skeleton the human body that was so weird so muscle pain and just extreme fatigue like i i would i'd wake up in the morning and then like you have a cup of coffee or just drink some water or something like an hour later i'd just be sleeping again for three hours or four more i and i that's that's not like me normally if mm -hmm. i get up in the morning boom i'm up I, there's no naps or so it just wiped me out for a few days. Um, I never had a cough or nothing. You know, I didn't, no sneezing, no sinus infection, none of that. So um, I can definitely tell it kind of got into my lungs though, because even doing simple tasks, like once we start going back out, just going to the store or something within the last week or so is like, you know, like, oh my gosh, you can feel, taxing. yeah, yeah. It's weird because I'd heard a lot of people say that, you know, about, and that's, that was our experience too. So we're still really recovering right now. I mean, um, going on the, th you know, into the, well into the third week, but, um, it is Man, what I, it is. Yeah. I know a guy, 36 year old, former marathon runner for like a decade. Mm -hmm. He said he thought he was gonna have to go to the hospital. He was like, he, he thought he was like down that hard. Yeah. Thought he was after going to, going to have to go to the hospital. He didn't end up going. He recovered. Um, and then finally, um, he started lifting again. We were talking back of how's it going? How's training going? Bye, bye, bye. He says, I, you know, I feel okay. I tried to jump on a treadmill. He says, I couldn't even put in a minute on a treadmill. Yeah. He was just, he, his capacity was just shot. Yeah. And that's, that's the problem with athletes too, is they're trying to come back too soon. It's making it worse. Yeah. A lot of, is what I'm hearing too, because it's, I don't know, man, I could not train jujitsu in the last week. No way. Hmm. There's just nothing there. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, everyone experiences it differently, you know, like I didn't have any, you know, no major symptoms, wasn't throwing up, wasn't on the toilet at all, none of that. Like, did you lose uh, taste or smell? Yes. Yep. I completely lost my smell. Do you have taste? Uh -huh. I've had taste pretty much the whole time, but it's different taste. Uh -huh. So it's, it just fucks with you, you know? Like, things taste differently. It's weird, but, you know, it's either not as harsh or in some cases, like, I took a sip of Diet Pepsi the other day and it just tasted like, super sweet like over the mm. top it was just weird stuff you know like but the smell absolutely has went away because i can't smell still still can't smell <laughs> no like no i mean certain things you can but like it got to where i couldn't smell my coffee can't smell cannabis can't smell whatever it is like we have uh herb herbal we have like uh you know like herbal medicines and stuff that we use either peppermint or oregano and stuff. And I was putting that, like, have you ever had or, like, um, like oregano drops? Mm -hmm. Do you know what those are? Yeah. Yeah. Super powerful. Like 
you're not supposed to really ingest a lot. Like I'll take a drop in like a thing of water or like a shot glass of water. If I ever have like a, I feel like my sore throat's getting sore. And I swear to God, that helps so much. But that stuff is so strong. Like you smell oregano normally and it's like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I literally have the little tincture up essential oil up into my nose and I cannot smell it, which is crazy. It's, and it's a trip because you're like, what the, you know, it smells like, yeah. so that's gotta make, it's gotta make eating. It's so weird. Like it hasn't much less enjoyable. It hasn't. Well, see, I haven't lost my taste that much. It's just a smell. Um, because, but like my lady lost taste and smell, you know? So she was noticing like stuff didn't taste different or right. And I was like, my sister had, has had COVID twice and was vaccinated. She's had, she got COVID, then got vaccinated. Then I believe got COVID again, all within the last couple of years. She got early COVID. Like she got it in like February of 2020 before it was even a thing. Yeah. Sick for like three weeks, you know, everyone, and even our family was like, what's going on with her? You know, this is not like the flu. It was just so different. And it, and I think now that's probably, and she went and actually went and got antibody tested like a month or two later and had the antibodies. So she knew that's mm-hmm. what it was. It was before it was even in the news here. Cause he started hitting like in March of 2020, mm-hmm. you know, when people started talking about it. But, um, uh, yeah. So it, you know, the thing about it is for me, I have a business. So that's been the worst part is I literally, I had to shut down my business for the certain hours of the day. I just, I don't have anybody to cover those hours. You know, I have several employees, but they're all students. They all have, I can't ask them to miss a week of school or work or their mm-hmm. other jobs. And so, you know, that's the, 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 the crappy part about it. Is just having to not, you know, you have to kind of disconnect because you don't, I didn't want to be around people and, you know, spread it. And, uh, because I guess it's highly contagious, but I was never coughing or sneezing or anything. So I don't know that I'm spreading it too much unless you're like right in my face, which, yeah, it's basically just been us at home the last couple of weeks. So, um, that's oh, man, kind of I'm glad, glad you yeah, guys are all right. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I wasn't even, for me, I wasn't scared of getting it or anything. You know, I would just like, I have faith that I'm in good health and, um, or decent health, I should say, as healthy as a type one diabetic can be. And, um, just go from there. You know, it was, I've been sicker with the flu, but it just wasn't pleasant. You know, the first couple of days, like I said, were kind of rough, but after that, it was just, just, you feel crappy, you know, that's how mm-hmm. it was. Thank God I didn't have like a, a major sinus infection or, you know, I've had, or, or like I'm sitting on the toilet all day or throwing up. All, I didn't have yeah. any of that. So I was just thankful that, you know, I was like, I can, mm-hmm. I can take feeling like shit for a few days, but, um, that's pretty much what it was. And after I think, um, I think on day six, after my first symptom, I went and got a monoclonal antibody in, uh, infusion. Um, so I think that was helpful because they say you get that somewhere in the seven to 10 day range before it gets bad because some people, it just keeps getting worse in their yeah, lungs. So does. Um, that was my main concern. So I kind of, I guess I don't, who knows how the hell it, if it worked or not, but I'm saying it helped, you know, kind of stopped off, cut it off at the pass mm-hmm. and didn't make anything worse, you know, cause I never did get bad chest congestion or anything like that so um you know it's kind of a lung it fucks people's lungs up. yeah it's a respiratory yeah. issue. Yeah. and uh you know that always concerns me i was i had asthma as a kid i you know i haven't probably taken care of my lungs in the best way possible over the years so it's you know but it was fine The the uh infusion was like uh how long did that take it took about it's 30 minutes to infuse it for the infusion. And then they keep you for an extra hour to make sure that you don't have any side effects or anything. But, um, you know, I can only speak from our own experience. My, my lady went on, uh, like three days before me and got one too. Um, both of us, we were the most fit people in the room. 
and everyone else was had in my in my room there's multiple people with everyone had multiple pre-existing conditions i mean mm-hmm. they were people in rough shape um everyone in the room was overweight um and most of the people were double vaccinated so in in fact in Jeanette's I think there was like, cause they do it all. And like where I did, it was at banner banner, uh, Baywood hospital in Mesa. So they have like an infusion center there. Basically it's just a medical room and you have all these, they probably have eight to 10 lounge chairs in there. Everyone's wearing masks. Everyone comes in at different times. They're all getting infusion. They're all being asked questions. You know, they go around and ask everybody. I think Seven out of the ten people in Jeanette's uh in Jeanette's were double vaccinated. But it just shows like, man, at this point, you, you just gotta you can't let your guard down even if you have the vaccine, because you know, I think they're even saying now it's like four months for the Pfizer where it starts drastically dropping off in f- efficacy. So Yeah, I mean it's the you know, it just keeps people off the tube, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean like, that's still what I'm saying. Yeah, you got to But some people don't think that, you know, it's like, yeah, I have people in my family. I'm like, it doesn't good. It's good that you got it. But don't if you got it a year ago, you know, make sure you're not letting your car down, you know, because it can still get you. I mean, they're not breakthrough. It's not a rare break. Breakthrough case is not rare anymore. I mean, I'm sick of seeing that in the media because most of the people I know have been that have gotten it lately have been vaccinated by this time you know because now yeah. we're a couple of years in people have gotten vaccinated and for some if you're not getting the booster it's kind of it can be wearing off so you know it's it is what it is but i went and got that treatment um i got a myers cocktail which is just like a push of vitamins those things are i love those things i i try to do those every once in a while i i almost always do those around times i compete too because you're like mm. depleting yourself, um, especially if I was cutting weight, I'd always go get one of those. But um, so that and just tons of vitamins. Like I never stopped taking vitamins the whole time. So I have like a whole, you know, I'm like an old old grandpa. I have like a mon- Monday through Saturday <laughs> nice. through Sunday. <laughs> I do because it's like it's tiring every day. I'm opening up like ten bottles. You know, totally. So now I have this. I went to Walgreens and got one of those little pill boxes. And mm-hmm. every, once a week, I just fill that thing up with different stuff. And um, so yeah, man. That's when you I go back to, to jujitsu, that's what I got. Um, any, probably any next week. Yeah, okay. next week. Yeah. Um, just mostly because I don't want to. I just want to make people feel comfortable too. I, that, yeah. You know, um, one of my training partners got it as well at the same exact time so i was like did i give it to him did he get so it was just like this so he's already tested negative now so he'll he'll probably go back next week too but yeah it's crazy man i've got a well we both we share a friend that uh uh, i don't want to dive too much into his stuff he has a job obviously he's got a job but he he tested positive Got super sick. Uh, and then he went through like this, you know, the CDC recommendation is like 10, you're, you can go back to work 10 days after yeah. the end of your symptoms or something like that. Well, his job wants him to show up in office. He has to have a negative test, but he's like 30 days out and still pop, still testing positive with <laughs> right. no symptoms. So they won't let him come back to work. Yeah. He's like, and he like sent them the CDC guidelines. It's like, look, he's like, I haven't had symptoms mm-hmm. at this point. He's going on, going on weeks now, close to a month. And he's like, I, you know, still testing positive. They're like, nope, you have to have a, you have to have a negative test before you come back. I don't, it doesn't matter what you're saying. He's like, he's, he's <laughs> oh, like man. pulling his hair out. Cause he's like, yeah. can't get back to work. Uh, that's what, that. uh, that's what, um, I don't know. I'm probably. Can I guess I I don't know I kind of want to get tested but what if it still says positive you know it's like um my wife had a good point because she had a guy at her work test positive and he actually went and got a test that said negative and so she kind of got he works for her and she was like we should talk about this because 
that can be set a precedent and work one way or another, because if he mm. would have tested negative, she would have been in a conundrum with him not being able to come back to work mm -hmm. because she knows the guidelines and knows the rules, you know? So I can, I can see that, but to have a comfortable, so there she's in the opposite. She doesn't want, she just, that's her philosophy. She's like, Hey, if you've had it for a few weeks and they say you're not contagious, yes, you can come back and wear a mask. You don't have to have a negative test because as I told you, when we were getting for, ready for Hawaii, one of my daughters tested positive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was 45 days after she got it, her first symptom. So, uh, yeah. I mean, so what it is, is they say it's, t and even the people in the infusion place told me this, um, when you test positive, they have like the department of health call you and, um, they all say 10 days after your first symptom, not after your luck. So to me, it is very soon, to be honest. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that means I could have went back last week to jujitsu, to wherever. But they do say that you should, for weeks, you should be wearing a mask mm -hmm. when you're around people. So, which obviously isn't really conducive to jujitsu. So I'm just staying away until I, you know, feel like I'm done and not sick anymore. You know? Yeah. So, uh, just like I would with any other sickness, you know, mm -hmm. I don't go, I don't go train when I'm sick. You know, if I, if I feel like I don't feel good, I'm going to take the week off, you know? And usually that's all I take off is a week, maybe sometimes two. This one's going to be a little longer just cause I want to play it safe and I don't want to be responsible for getting anybody. Plus I'm just not ready to I, I'm just not ready to train right now. You know, mm -hmm. I could go coach and stuff, but, um, my cardio, I can tell you right now, it's, it's that I know, you know, I'm, it's not like I'm even running or anything. I went to the gym this morning, but it's like walking flights of stairs, you know, it, mm -hmm. it affects you like that for sure. And I'm in good health. So I can't yeah. imagine someone to be in, you know, shitty health. That's what I was seeing when I was in the infusion center. There's just like, real rough. Like a couple people next to me, I'd be like, Oh shit, man, what a life this person's, you know, it was, it was a rough go. Like they were getting the treatment because they didn't want to die. Yeah. You know? So yeah, it was, it was weird. It was really weird. The whole damn thing is weird, but you know, here we are. <laughs> I'm hoping I have a mega antibodies now. And yeah, you um, just got your booster dog. Exactly. So <laughs> I mean, you know, and, th and that, like, it was, to me, it was like a, another sickness. I hate to say it, but, you know, I've yeah. been, I've been far sicker at times. Totally. And it just sucks, you know, and, um, but it is what it is. Hopefully we can just keep starting to manage it. And, you know, they're, they're having more medicinal ways to treat it now, which is great, you know, and this is one of them, the monoclonal antibodies. There's like a lot of doctors that don't even know. It's literally, I think it's the only early COVID treatment there is right mm -hmm. now approved by the FDA or whatever. I don't put too much thought in, you know, too much confidence into the FDA, but you know, it is approved these treatments and uh, a lot of people don't know about them, but mm -hmm. it's kind of a Joe Rogan cocktail is what we did. I didn't yeah, they do them. They do them at the hospital out here. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. No, I was re I was reading about them, how like uh, they were, limited on how many people across the country had them. Some states, some doctors in states and like uh, physician, physician groups, they're all about it. So they're like, Hey, give us, I think, um, I think actually governor here in Arizona, Ducey was kind of big on getting those in here too. So, mm -hmm. you know, because he's more of the, they're more of the treatment side, the Republican, aren't the, I mean, I would say the Republicans are more about these other treatments versus the vaccine. You know, it's just been this political mm -hmm. thing. I hate to say that, but that is a benefit of Arizona is like they are open to doing all these other treatments. So they're trying to get as many medical centers out there and they've done a lot of testing here. So at first you couldn't get a quality test. Now they're everywhere, mm -hmm. everywhere, you know, so, which is good. Um, so going back to jujitsu, you know, once I'm feeling better, whenever yeah, that is. Yeah, man, I was surprised, man. I texted you when I got down there and, uh, you were like, dude, I just, 
Yeah. Just got to pause with COVID <laughs> I was like, tests. damn it, I can't. I can't just get, got... get together with Wes. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, so, I was right in the middle of it right then. So how was your trip? It was, it was awesome. Nice. Yeah. I had a, had a good trip, trained a bunch down there. I didn't get into the 6am class. I got to Josh Rodriguez's, um, his 10am class. Oh, cool. Yeah. He, he pieced me up pretty good. Um, two days before he competed at the, was it third coast? Yeah. Third Coast Grappling. So yep. he did the Third Coast gra- Grappling Tournament. Had a good, did a crazy match. Yeah. That got great. like, got a little out of hand. That um, got, uh, got some views on social media. Some yeah. Laughs. He almost, he pretty much went viral, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was like, awesome. They were all, everybody was, uh, was, I was like, loving it. Tweeting it and, uh, like put it on that, you mm-hmm. know, reposting it on Instagram. And, uh, I was like, this is a great time to go viral. He's wearing my new rash guard. <laughs> totally. It was awesome. I was like, hell yeah. Got slap him, slap him again. But yep. uh, yeah, if you didn't see it, it was just, it was just a, in the heat of the battle, you know, um, a nogi match with Josh Rodriguez, one of our uh, coaches and friends from GD Jiu Jitsu. And um, he competed at third coast grappling. We had several, I had several friends competing. We had several friends competing mm-hmm. that night. Um, he wasn't in the tournament part because he's not of that weight class. It was just like an exhibition match. And uh, he went against uh, another local guy, 10th Planet guy, MMA mm-hmm. fighter. Um, it was good, man. He, he That guy took it to him, took it to Josh. Totally. You know? And he was scoring on Josh. Um, and at some point in the match, Josh was kind of on his butt playing guard, you know, kind of had an open guard position waiting for the guy to kind of step into his guard or whatever he was going to, you know, um, get into the fight. And he, the guy kind of gave him like a boss rooting to the head, like a head check. Like, yeah, like it a was head check. Pretty, it, was it was pretty physical. Yeah, it was physical. And, you know, I don't expect anything le- like, and nor, nor does Josh, by the way, no. he didn't. It, and the best was the timing of Josh's response was perfect. Like it was not, <laughs> it was automatic. It was. was so great. It wasn't like, it, you know, so basically this guy head shoves Josh and his head jack back pretty good. Pretty like good. You could see yeah. it in the replay. And, you know, it was just getting physical. I was like, you know, he's checking him. But Josh is already on, you know, to Josh's point, he's already playing guard. Like it's not like, it's not like you're two yeah. are standing and he's like, you know, you you guys are going to club each other's head, but uh, right when he got pushed, Josh just in reaction just reached up and slapped him right across the face. It was mm-hmm. just perfect timing too. And then that just started a little bit of a a little bit of a scuffle, and they just well, they, they g- both get up and their yeah. chests get pumped out, and you know people start breaking it up. But it was funny, man. I'm glad they let the match go. Yeah, for sure. You know Come what on. I mean? I mean, I it wasn't it wasn't anything vicious or violent. Um, yeah, I mean, what are you gonna, that was the match of the night, by the way, it was the yeah, fight of the night for, for, for sure. sure. Without So a thank God they let it go because those guys were both attacking the whole time. Yeah. You know, um, it was, it was cool. That was a fun night. You know, the rule set, I wanted to ask you, did you watch a lot of the fights at third? I watched Grappling? most of them. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that rule set? It's to me, I, I, it's just so, I, I kind of like the fact that you can do like an overtime like, mm-hmm. but I just don't like the way they do it. It just, even in like Josh's match, it, Josh was down. Like, what is, what's the point of the regulation scoring? I guess. Totally. Maybe I, you should have it like submission only. I mean, I guess that is it. If you win by submission and regulation, it's over. Yeah. But the scoring is weird because whoever wins after the match time allotment on points and it's typical jujitsu scoring, right? Mm-hmm. Regular scoring. Yep. Um, whoever wins on points gets to choose the starting position of the overtime, which is a weird starting it's, position because it's inside closed guard or, ha- or having closed ha- guard. Having closed guard or from the feet. Or from the feet. Those three options. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, almost Aaron, everyone. Aaron got it. Yeah. Aaron got into that same scenario yeah. with his guy. Yeah. And almost all of them chose the feet yeah which is like to me it's like okay now we're back to square one because i guess not because in overtime the first person to score wins so if you're a Mm -hmm. wrestler like aaron i don't did aaron win the 
regulation. Aaron, yeah. Aaron, so he chose they, to stand up. He chose to stand up when they went to overtime. Then he got yeah. a, he did like a, a double leg and, and, and got the points, got the takedown points. And won, yeah. And won, and, and won the match. Over, won the match. Overtime yeah. for his first fight. Yeah. yeah. And so Josh lost on points. The guy. And so that's the thing, I guess, if you, if you're safe from a submission, Josh knew, you know, playing is safe at the end of regulation, whatever you're doing. I mean, points don't really matter at that point, you know, I guess in my mind, it doesn't matter Yeah, if you, unless you're getting a submission. So then Josh knew it, but that guy's savvy. Josh is savvy with points and scoring. Mm-hmm. So, oh, he's, he's <laughs> you know, very he knew as... he knew right away that yeah. in overtime the first person score wins, and right yeah. when he got the sweep, he knew he won. So, yeah, uh, that was really tactical. It was a a nice tactical effort in overtime, but uh, he lost in in regulation on points, and then they had the scuffle. Was a scuffle in regulation or overtime? I can't even remember now. Uh, I can't even remember. But, you know, Seth comes out there and he's like, hey, oh, boys. Like, yeah. It was funny. But at least they didn't get uh, disqualified because that would have just been stupid. Because it, it's, yeah, it's, it's jujitsu, you know? Exactly. Not playing patty cake. So, right. Um, and they, they, those guys know each other too. So, um, anyway, I think I di- they, I even, when I was talking to Josh, I think they maybe had even competed against each other in the past. At some point, or their pads had crossed I think they, somehow. I think they trained somewhere they, together. They, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. They had trained together yeah. at some point in the past. But um, anyway, that was a great fight. Good night of fights. Um, that was that was awesome. I, I like the I like I like the event, and I like its like fight to win format. Mm-hmm. I just think that they gotta they gotta do something with the overtime rules or have them start in a weird, a different position, like more, more dominant position, like back control yeah. or something. I don't know. But yeah. Then the, you're getting into like EBI, yeah, like EBI type rule sets. And man, I don't know. There's no, at this point, I think the best rule set is probably ADCC at this point, yeah. in my opinion, like in first three minutes, there's no points, you know? Yep. So like takedowns, you get penalized for pulling guards. So somebody's got a, somebody's bull. It incentivizes people, both people being aggressive um, and trying to get the takedown. Like, yep. you know, the first half of the match points aren't even an option. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's like, it gives people the incentive to open up their game and try, you know, mm-hmm. Get aggressive. Yeah, that's the best. Without being penalized. So, I don't know, man. All these different rule sets, the EBI stuff, is everything is, but even ADCC is not perfect. So, no. um, as long as you know, know the rules and you know what you're competing at, you know, it's, you know, it's, that's fun, fun to watch either way. I heard a lot of those, uh, third, the guys that did the third, last third coast grappling are having problems. They're either they haven't gotten paid or they're having problems with payment. Mm. So uh I don't know if I should talk about that on the podcast, but anyway. <laughs> I don't I didn't hear anything like that, but I mean I don't know. Well, did it they was, just have one big purse? I mean Well, that was the other thing that I had read was or that I didn't read it. I had heard uh was that there was like a ten thousand dollar prize for the winner of the tournament, but apparently the ten thousand dollar prize was split throughout mm. the bracket. So then the winner of the tournament didn't get the $10,000 prize. They got their cut of the... Right. Oh, okay. I thought it was promoted the other way around, but maybe I'm just not thinking, you know, maybe I was making an assumption like everyone else, but I thought it was ten grand to the winner. That's what a lot of people thought, I think. <laughs> so... Um... So yeah, and then I think that they heard they were having issues. In fact, it, I don't want to say the Instagram account, but um, there was a post up from somebody that I follow that was talking about the one of the people from Third Coast Grappling had taken out a loan from this guy. It was a total of seven thousand dollars for flights and airfare for these people, and. He had promised to get that money back to him oh, no. at the at the the next day, and 
this dude was obviously pretty mad. So then he put it online. Put, he put it online and he let everybody know about it. Wow. Which I, that's I not that, anyway, that. that's how I that's how I know that information. But hmm. uh, and it was it was kind of vicious because he showed all the you know, he showed all the text messages and stuff, the entire exchange and um ah, so man, he kind of put guys it out are there. getting in too deep with these Dude, I know. It's like Metamorris all over again. And like, it's too much. Like you if you I don't know how they do it, you know. I don't know where they're making their money with those promotions, but you can't I think that's the reason why Fight to Win has been somewhat successful is because and that's where Third Coast came in with them now. Mm-hmm. And yep. if I'm not mistaken, it's probably somewhat due to financial stability. Yeah. You know, but uh, it's going to be hard to pay fighters big sums and lumps of money when, I mean, their whole model is that you, if you're, if you're a fighter, you're, you sell tickets, then you get some of that money. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, But you have to sell the tickets to get that push. Totally. It has to be out of you in your name. You know, what happens? All the tickets that don't get sold in people's names, you know, mm-hmm. Does that go to the promotion? I don't know how it works, but I do know that it's got to be, it's got to cost a pretty penny to move a whole team around the country every week or two Mm -hmm. and set these things up and pay all their employees and pay all the fighters. And I I think Seth's got a pretty good fight to win, pretty good record of doing so. Mm -hmm. Uh, he, He used to be praised actually. Now it's not saying they're making all this money, but the local fighters that would fight, they would be paid right after the match, cash or whatever. Yeah, I don't know how it's working now, but that that event was somewhat similar. It was basically a fight to win promotion. It was yeah, held basically. at the same place here in Phoenix. They did the fight to win. Yeah, same setup, same promotion. I mean, yeah, Seth was at the event. Same thing. Um, yeah. but I think the purse, you know might put you in a bad position if you have to pay a bigger purse. Cause maybe they're just operating at a level where they're just paying and they're not making a lot of money here. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just paying to, to keep going week to week. I don't know the situation, but how else are you going to have to borrow seven, you know, seven grand? How, how are you buying seven grand and you don't have that, you know? So I don't know. It's unfortunate, but how do you pay for, how do you get, how do you get more eyes on the game to pay? You know, it's not easy. You know, this is like, this has been a, this is like existed for many years now in the MMA world too. You know, look at all the small promotions. There's so many small MMA promotions, Mm -hmm. so many, you don't even hear about 90% of them. Yeah. Because they just, they're just filtering through this local talent. They don't have any, you know, if you got to get, if you're a fighter, you're going to move right on through there. If you want to go make real money, you got to go somewhere else. So, Mm -hmm. Same thing with these jujitsu matches. Who's there's no deep pockets. I mean, who's making, you know, the guys we've talked about this, the guys that are making money in the sport are making it off instructionals. Yep. hundred percent. That's what they make their money off of. So, um, like Gordon had that fight recently and that was, was like a joke. <laughs> it was literally, it was pretty bad. It was an infomercial for his, he literally released, didn't he release yeah. A new video right after that or at that night. Yeah. Might have, was it top pin? I don't know if it was yeah, top pins. Top pins it was or top something. pins, right? I yeah. mean, come on. He's like, uh, it was literally an infomercial. He's fighting some. Yeah. And why is he grappling if he can't grapple? I don't get, I don't understand the. That, yeah. The, Gordon has such, the ego thing is just so. I love the guy as an athlete, but he's got such a big ego. You know, he just can't. And I get it. That's why you're a champ, I guess. But you just can't let it go. Like he just like he posted something yesterday. Imagine if if I was a hundred percent instead of fifty percent. That's his whole thing. And lately. someone on the comment was like, "What if you're forty five years old when you get better?" Like that's you can't just keep saying this forever. Yeah. Like and then go and grapple someone that's a lesser grappler than you. Like what's the point of that? Like mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense. But he just so to me, look. The guy, there's plenty of guys that compete at the top level that have issues and health issues. Okay. Yep. You know, a lot, a lot. 
there's people with type one diabetics that are professional athletes. And yeah. I'm sorry, but whatever stomach problem you have, a type one diabetes is a life sentence mm-hmm. of managing something like that. That's a detriment to your athleticism. So I just don't like to hear like, how long are you going to have that excuse? I, I feel, Hey, if he's feeling bad, no problem, but don't come and say like, you know, Oh, when I get back, I'm going to be the best, you know, he's already awesome. So what you, does that make well, sense? It, no, you're yeah. telling me the guy can't go and compete or he doesn't want to go compete and lose because yeah. he's not a hundred percent. Nothing's saying that he can't compete. Because he's still competing. Yes, he's just he, want, he doesn't want to compete and lose. Exactly, he's taken he's taken on scrubs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and nothing against uh, what the the guy the the UFC fighter that he that he was a UFC fighter. He's, he's a, a UFC fighter. Yeah, you know, like he's a friendly I'm sure guy he's in got the gym. Good, he's probably got good enough jujitsu. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's probably probably eats most people for lunch. On yeah. but you know that's but he's not a top tier talent he's not right. even a he's not even like a well-known name in jujitsu like mm-hmm. you don't like if you said the guy's name i'd be like damn that guy's a, i don't a even guy. know yeah it, i didn't right, know he even exactly. did jujitsu right i know, you know he trained i think he trained with them at the blue basement or something as an mma fighter so it's like you're you're taking um, on guys that you know he's taking on guys that he knows stupid. he can just like tune up real quick well of course i mean he even said that like he had to kind of explain to him to his fan but my point is is dude let's go what a bust for one championship <laughs> right yeah well right i think they just wanted to lock the name down you know but if you're like if you're one championship and you're going back so going back to these mma turn these mma promotions these grappling promotions you know, you get a guy like a big name like Gordon, you want him to do a bunch of advertising for you. You want him to be out there. Not necessarily, not even like you want him to be competing, obviously. Mm-hmm. But at the same like you want him to be pumping your brand. This yeah. guy hasn't done shit for one championship. <laughs> has he like has he even competed on their stage? No. I don't, I don't think, think he has. So. I don't think. Well, they don't. They haven't had any major grappling events, have they? Recently, I don't think so. No, no. They so, signed a few grapplers like that just because they want to, in case they go into the grappling world or do grappling promotions, they have some kind of option. Because he's not even exclusive with grappling. If he goes to MMA, he's got an exclusive with one. With one. But anywhere else, he can just do grappling wherever. But it's I don't know, man. The the world of promotion and sponsorships is really strange. And Gordon Gordon's a perfect example. Gordon's been Gordon's been sponsored by two G- gear companies. Gear, yeah, gear, yeah. I call them gear companies, gear companies, and both yeah. of them I don't think exist anymore. So yeah, no, um, totally. You know, so I think in both cases. I've studied this and I followed it pretty closely with these companies, but I don't know these guys personally, but you know, when you have a big name like that, Gordon provides this huge influx of interest into your company and you better be able to handle it. That's, that's really, I think what happened with both these companies. I just got in over their head. Um, maybe he bought too much gear and then Gordon's not, sponsored by you in terms of like hypnotic he used to be with hypnotic hypnotic had like a really successful website they were selling a lot of stuff i would see it on people and posts everywhere yeah that's what he was wearing well he went away from him hypnotic and they just completely lost all the traction their website closed down people were like hey where's your gear i was reading online tons of stuff on there so who knows what happened but one of the and the second one was future kimonos Mm -hmm. which was funny because he signed with future kimonos which they don't even make kimonos really i think maybe they do now but he's a nogi grappler so yeah um but in that case and i could be totally wrong here and making a huge assumption but there's a guy from australia like a purple belt went and trained at the blue basement for like weeks or months or a summer and became friends with these guys and said i'm going to start a company and started future kimonos with him in mind 
and signed or whatever, Gordon. And so a couple of those bigger events, maybe even ADCC last time he wore future, you know, when he was winning, he won like pan or he won Nogi worlds. Um, I think he was wearing their stuff and now they're like, I don't even know if they exist anymore because mm-hmm. he went away from them too. But you know, cause when he's with them, people buy, 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 but it, a, like if that happened to me, I don't know if I could do the demand because my company's so small, you know, you have to build it up smartly because when that loyal fan base goes away with Ryan, cause he's not sponsored by you anymore, whatever, because he calls the shots. See mm-hmm. a guy that big, he doesn't need a sponsorship. He can basically just literally Gordon Ryan could just create his own rash guard right now and put it on a website and make more money than any of us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because that's how big of a name. That's where these guys make, he's the biggest name in grappling. So he left this last company and I don't think they've done very well. I don't, they're like social media got cut off, you know? So it's, it's a tough, weird business. It's just weird, you know? And I, as I think about that a lot because I help athletes and their journeys too, but it's like a big name like that. You better have, be able to, fill orders, get a bunch of gear. And then when that person leaves, have an expectation of your sales are going to drop off drastically in this mm-hmm. sport. That's how it is, you know? Yeah. Uh, at least with him. Cause it's, it's been shown and there's like, there's like blogs on Reddit about this and stuff that actually dig, dig deep. These people are geeked out about it. You know what I mean? Reddit. Yeah, you know, Reddit. totally. It's like, yeah, for sure. Um, they talk all about this kind of stuff. And I've actually found, some dirt on a couple other manufacturers that are big names in the sport that if yeah. people heard about this stuff or knew about it, they probably wouldn't buy their gear. Like there's some sketchy personalities in in all businesses, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but um, with Gordon, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know what I was getting out with that, but the sponsorship with one, you know, my point is with Gordon, it's like, dude, go fight. And, just see how you can do like, you know, yeah. the ego is so big that you can't, if everybody made an excuse about their ailments or injuries, no one would ever be fighting. So it's not yep. that he can't grapple. It's that he thinks he can't, he doesn't want to like put himself in a disadvantage at the highest level, which I totally understand, but you're also have to live your life. Like this is what you do. Yeah. It's okay. If you go out there, like he was winning with this problem, by the way, he's been, yep grappling with he says it's been going on for like years so Mm -hmm. i don't know man i just thought that was so it was such a goofy weird event and flow grappling is just on his dick so much it's like they that's all they have is gordon ryan broadcasting now so it's unfortunate because there's actually a lot of cool up-and-coming grapplers and like studs you know and i think it'll that'll come to the front after the gordon ryan uh holiday is over you know because if he doesn't grapple and he doesn't continue his career then he just doesn't have a career i mean you can Mm -hmm. only say i'm the best for so long when you're not grappling he he knows that i mean that's so do you think it's galval that do you think galval signed with one did you see that today he did sign was it with one I don't know. He signed a three fight MMA contract. I, didn't I look saw at that the article, but yeah. I, yeah, I, I was, I don't, I didn't see the, the promotion that he signed for. No, I didn't, either. but, uh, that'd be interesting. I know. That's what I was thinking too. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what, uh, I don't know how much, um, it'd be interesting to see him and Buchecha, but I don't think they'd match They wouldn't match up in the same no. weight class unless, uh, Unless well, they could probably gets, just gets back on the juice. Yeah, they could probably just do as much as they want over Which there. He might, he might be back on the juice if he's going to do ADCC. So he might. He it might was weird up. that he signed an MMA fight contract, though. I know he has already fought MMA before, right? Yeah, a couple fights. Mm-hmm. It, it's weird timing. I wonder if that's going to make a like play into the whole ADCC thing or something. That's what somehow. I was thinking as an excuse. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they're both signed in MMA and neither of them fight MMA, so <laughs> maybe they'll fight each other in MMA. That would be great. That would be yeah. great. A lot of guys are still trying to go that route, you know. Bachecha one. He's a he's a 
I wouldn't want to face that dude. I saw him hitting pads a couple months ago on on one of the social media pages. I'm like, oh my God, dude. He's a beast. He's so big. He's huge. When you see him stand next to like even like Leandro Lowe or something, who you think is big, but he's really not. Lowe used to be like a middleweight or medium heavy or something, but you know, he's Lowe's been jacked before, but you see those guys when they're all jacked. Butchetch is way bigger. Oh, Butchetch is just <laughs> he's is a beast. Insane. Dude. He's a he's he's so big. Such a beast. He's so big. He I want to see him fight in MMA. That'd be you know, I want to keep seeing him follow that path because he's you know, he's done it all in jiu-jitsu. So Yeah, he's got nothing left in jiu-jitsu yeah. to, to prove. No. So he I mean, he'd still I mean, he. I think. Shoot, I think he's in the masters division now. Technically, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he would be. I'm sure he would go fight in the adult division. But can you imagine going to a lot ma- of these master, guys? Don't. Masters one. A lot of the US <laughs> masters one. And on your on your competitor list, is you just became a black in your belt. bracket. Yeah, you just your brand new black belt. You know, <laughs> and then you go and what would you, you look do? at? You look at oh your bracket, God. and it's like Buchecha. It's like, oh, nice. You just got your well, black belt. You're 31 years old. Well, I guess uh guess I'm done here. Yeah. Guess I'm done at this tournament. It double legs you cross the <laughs> tournament floor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. How's your training going for Master Worlds? It's going good. It's pretty much wrapped up now. I mean, uh, you know, it's been it's been awesome. You yeah. know, I'm I feel good. I'm not injured this time, so I feel like that's uh, already a big win. I feel my all my recovery scores are great, so um, my cardio feels good. So um, I'm just weight is pretty much on. I was uh, a couple days ago, so I like to get down to 177 mm-hmm. to weigh in at 181. And uh, two days ago, or yesterday, it was actually yesterday. I will, you know, I was like kind of stuck at 179 for a couple days and i was like ah, i'm like 10 days out i'm still okay on weight before i have to do anything drastic um and then uh, i i went for a, a ride i got on the bike and did like an hour long session and uh was surprised to wake up this morning at 177 so oh, nice yeah i was pretty i was pretty happy about it so um i was like Hit my target weight. I trained today. Uh, jiu-jitsu felt, felt pretty good. So just I'm going to train. Uh, I'll train, I guess, Thursday and then the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then I'll I'll wrap it up. I'll zip it up. Oh, really? When do yeah, you leave so it? I fly out on Wednesday. Oh, okay. So when, do you, out when are you supposed to compete? Thursday. Oh, wow yeah so, so, they, so you know like, that for a fact yeah they just did an update a okay, couple cool. days ago on the uh on the pre-schedule so they've done they updated their pre-schedule i go on thursday they don't have brackets or anything posted yet but so coming quick yeah it's it's here nice so um i'm excited to just compete you know i'm not yeah you know, i'm just excited to compete again so get back out there get it's back out awesome. there and yeah, it's going to be great, man. I'm I'm really excited. And Master Worlds is fun. They've announced a bunch of a uh, bunch of um seminars at at the Jiu-Jitsu Con. Oh yeah. Which is going on at the same time. I think like one the like one of the same like one of the halls yeah. over mm-hmm. is doing the Jiu-Jitsu Con like the novice and um they're doing that stuff. So I want to get some try and get a few seminars out there so nice um that'd yeah, be cool i'm excited I'm gonna be out there i fly out wednesday and come back saturday morning so um i'm gonna try and make as much jujitsu events and yeah see people's uh, matches and stuff, see people's you know. matches support people and um see old see teammates and yeah. old friends and make it make kind of a a fun little uh, trip out of it. So nice. Who are you going? Are you going with by yourself or with your lady? Yeah, going going by myself. Yeah, so it'll be fun. Jujitsu journey. Jujitsu journey, man. It's a. Uh, it's gonna be a blast, man. I'm I'm 
I'm really looking forward to it. So yeah, it's weird. You know, it's, I think competition takes a diff toll on different people, but I'm not like, you know, you want to go out there and win, but I'm, I'm also like, this is, I just, I like to compete. Yeah. You know, and especially this been, one coming back after a long layoff, COVID, exactly. change exactly. in environment, change in gym, you totally. know, it's like, I'm super excited, man. I've been working yeah. on this, uh, you know, I've been doing a lot of deep belly Hiva X yeah. positional stuff. So, um, I'm really excited to try and get into those positions. And, yeah. you know, when I came down to Arizona, I was, I was just like, I'm, I'm just constantly looking for them. So yeah. I came down there, I was able to get into my positions. I was able to execute my techniques against some great training partners. So, you know, I'm just really excited to, to see how it goes, you know, yeah. um, win or lose. It's, it's, it's just a, I've got a good game plan. I feel like, and, um, I'm just excited to compete. So Remember, good opportunity. To, remember to train for the unexpected too. Yep. <laughs> That's one of the biggest things I tell like, uh, younger competitors, especially in like, or, or newer competitors, I'd say not younger, but, and I experience this too. It's like, I got in such a always getting in tunnel vision and it's like if mm -hmm. the match doesn't allow you to get into your game or something that's when you have to like and that's when the most successful competitors can either get back into that position or uh go from there and figure out a way to get out of the person's clothes card or you know be out of yep. an uncomfortable situation right off the bat you know fight back so that's gonna be awesome man i can't wait to i can't wait to watch you so i'm gonna have to watch yeah, you from, from here I even thought about going just to be there, you know. I'm just yeah, like, I was gonna oh ask if you're God. gonna go out. It's a short drive from Arizona, so yeah. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> you probably got a lot of catch up. I mean, I, can't I got imagine. a lot going on. Yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of catching up to do. Um, that's in the middle of the week too, and I'm like, yeah, not a good you know, time. Exactly. I couldn't. If you don't plan, could, you have to plan for it. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. go for Thursday. I already know that right now, but because uh, I have friends and and some, uh, you know training partners and stuff and people are going to be competing josh will be out there right yeah josh there man somebody is asking me like well what's what's like the you know the, what's going on like at g's and it and it um out there with at kimura it's like everybody's hyper focused right now on master worlds like how many mm -hmm. people are going like a lot like yeah. a, like our gym just always sends yeah gustavo's jair's man the the valley i feel like the valley always just there's a sends, lot of valley competitors. there's just so many people yeah. they just send so many people i know a there. lot of guys and gals both that are nick and nick and sarah nick and sarah so i know yeah josh and vanessa and vanessa yeah gustavo yeah he's he's doing it yeah that's what i heard so he's all I know is the people that train with him still are like. <laughs> Dude, last they time thought I they were good with just, They thought they were good at jujitsu until they go against him. He just pieced me up last time I trained with him. Yeah. That's, and everyone like, tells me that. It was like, uh, you know, he would pull and I'd, I'd like set all my frames and stuff and I would like keep my frames. And I, it was like, he's got such he's like so in tune with those like little fine yes pre like he shot like triangle he shot like he was in like a collar sleeve position i had i had his legs open and i had like set my frames up yeah. and was staying heavy on the pressure to keep him from being able to shoot shoot his legs up because mm -hmm. if you don't know G gustavo he's got pretty long legs he's he's uh he's he's pretty long he's kind of a long guy mm -hmm. um and so I wanted to like keep him from being able to, and he could feel like I'd keep the pressure, but if I let just a little bit of pressure off, he, he could feel it. Yeah. And it wasn't like, I wasn't letting the position go. I still had frame set. Mm -hmm. It was just, he would let me put the, put the pressure on. And then when he feels me kind of like get ready to move and I lift my pressure up. Yeah. He, 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 he would just blast through it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. He, well, when I was, when he was doing the ADC stuff, ADCC, um, prep before he separated his elbow, it was crazy, man. He was still 
like the best guy on the mat. It oh, was, yeah. yeah. It was insane. So like watching him and that was at the time when it was like those. It, that was the time when Gustavo's was like. Yeah. Killers. Yeah. 2017. Yeah. It was 2016, yeah. 2017. It was mm-hmm. like. Uh, yeah. A lot of. That room was nuts. Yeah. And. Uh, Crazy. Anyway, he was when he was doing that, that when he was preparing for that, it was like. He was piecing everybody up, too. Yeah. Well, he still does that. So. He's the man. He's the man. Been yep. training. He's been training a cool minute. Yeah. So I'll be excited to see him. I, I don't know when. He'll probably go on Thursday, too. I think they're doing black belts. Maybe not. I'll have to relook at the schedule. So I'll have to watch him. Well, all right, man. Cool, man. Well, it's good catching up. And uh, let's see. Maybe we'll get... We'll, we'll have an update one way or another from Master Worlds, either before or after. So yeah. if we don't talk to you until then, have a good week, man, and uh, good luck out there. You too, man. All right. We'll see everyone next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Road to Black podcast. Once again, please support our sponsors, the BJJ Physio. Contact Wes. He'll hook you up with some customized programming for your game. Take it to the next level. Therapy, performance, the BJJ Physio. Also, Roll Union Jiu-Jitsu. Check out the latest styles, Jiu-Jitsu, casual wear, training gear. Check them out, RollUnion.com. Follow on Instagram, at RollUnion. Thanks again for listening, everyone, and we will see you next time.